By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Classifications and Categorizations Searching for Quality Standards Wine production has evolved beyond the concept of quality differentiation in relation to the various classifications of wines. In other words, the categories outlined in this section do not necessarily reflect the quality of wine as excellent or poor. Rather, quality is now an essential component of any wine classification. While technology and improvements in winemaking practice have made good quality wines in the modern norm, truly defective or flawed wines are simply not being made anymore. Even the lowest level of qualification in Italy, vino da tavola, signifies wines that are perfectly acceptable for basic consumption. So-called higher levels of classification indicate more regulations regarding place and production and thereby offer more safeguards for the consumer. On this basis, wines that fall higher on the classification pyramid are often perceived as better. However, if a producer is not particularly skilled or attentive, the resulting DOC or DOCG wine may not be any better than an IGT version made from the same grapes growing in a lesser quality terroir and subject to fewer production regulations. A further problem is that the government commissions called to test wines for eligibility and sustainability for designation standard, DOC or DOCG, often take a lenient attitude to their work, diminishing the reliability of the classification process. The European Union divides wines into three main categories, DOP, Denominazione di Origine Protetta, or PDO, Protected Designation of Origin, IGP, Indicazione Geografica Protetta, or PGI, Protected Geographical Indication, wines without designation of origin. Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family.
The DOP and IGP denominations are akin to the previous Italian designations DOCG, Denominazione di Origine Controllata e Garantita, DOC, Denominazione di Origine Controllata, and IGT, Indicazione Geografica Tipica. In Italy, there has also been a long tradition of vino da tavola, table wine, most, most, of, most, uh, most often made from low-quality grapes unsuitable for intensive winemaking processes. However, some Italy's greatest wines, such as Sassicaia, used to be classified as vino da tavola because their innovative blends included international grapes and fell beyond the scope of permissible standards of the established classification guidelines. So, at least in the past, a vino da tavola designation did not necessarily refer to a low-quality wine. To a lesser extent, this still holds true today, with producers choosing to make a wine without following classification guidelines for that specific wine's production or provenance. And these wines consequently do not carry an official designation. European Council Regulation EEC number 82387 provides the protocols wine production must contain, among other things, specific instructions regarding production area, ampelographic base, varieties and their percentages, standards for viticulture, including an indication of yield per hectare, standards for winemaking, including the alcoholic strength and aging, standards for labeling and packaging, typology and characteristics of the wine at consumption. The Disciplinare di Produzione, or Production Protocol, describes and sets out the production guidelines of DOP and IGP categories. It is a series of qualitative guidelines that must be observed in the production of a wine, e.g. production area, varieties, yield per hectare, minimum alcohol content, fermentation, aging vessels, etc. The designations of origin and geographical indications are reserved for wine products that comply with the conditions laid down in Legislative Decree Number 61-2010. The Pyramid of Quality The qualitative hierarchy of Italian wines can be summarized in the form of a pyramid divided into four levels. The price of a bottle of wine is important, but one should not confuse cost with quality. Price is an important element that contributes to the perception of quality, but it is not the only factor that needs to be considered when deciding the overall quality of a wine. However, due to the strict requirements of Italian wine laws among the strictest in the world, and the financial outlay necessary to comply with regulatory specifications, it is virtually impossible for Italian wine producers to sell a high-quality wine below a certain price threshold. Buying a bottle of wine classified DOC or DOCG at a price less than 10 euros is a risk. Consumers must consider the extensive costs absorbed by producers and distributors from bud break in the spring through the harvest, fermentation, aging and bottling, including the cost of glass bottles, labels, corks and foil caps, as well as the logistics of transport 
and financial distribution to the point of sale. Even if large volumes distributors can sell at a hugely discount prices, there is only so much a producer can do to cut costs before wine quality begins to be affected. While the high price does not necessarily guarantee quality, prices which are very low almost certainly indicate an absence of quality. The Italian wine classification pyramid takes into account both quantity and quality. The higher a wine is on the pyramid, the lower the total quantity available will be, as the law regulates the maximum quantity of grapes per hectare and consequently wine yields. The regulations also identify places of origin as a direct link to the quality hierarchy of the wines. The figure shows the quality pyramid according to Italian law number 164-1992, modified following reforms introduced by the European Community in 2008, Council Regulation EC number 479-2008. In 1992, law number 164 maintained some of the guidelines of the previous law number 930, but also introduced important innovations. The general guide lists are based on the connections between wine and territory, but include additional particulars such as enhancement of designations, introduction of IGT, TGIs, Indicazioni Geografiche Tipiche, i.e. typical geographical indications, harvest selection, which allows the possibility of using grapes from the same vineyard for several designations of origin, recognition of sub-areas, i.e. more restricted areas within the designation of origin, mandatory instruction of chemical-physical analysis before marketing. In 2008, the European Union implemented a process of reform across the entire wine growing and production industry. The reforms aimed to align the wine growing and production legislation with data already existing for other quality agricultural and food products awarded DOP and IGP labels. As a result, two main categories emerged. Wines with geographical indication, wines without geographical indication, such as generic wines. In addition, Italy continues to allow the use of previous acronyms that characterize Italian quality wines, DOCG, DOC, and IGT, that can either be written together with the new ones or used alone. At the bottom of the pyramid are common table wines. The regulation in this case are virtually non-existent, and very ordinary wines are generally placed in this category. In some cases, producers choose to place excellent wines in this classification. Many wines in this category are undoubtedly poor, often labeled without a vintage date, without the region of production, without specifying the varietal of the blend, leaving consumers in the dark as to what is in the bottle. The paradox here is that a few notable wines in this category are actually high-quality wines. The outcome of experimentation outside the classification regulations and or the result of a producer's choice to forego the classification system entirely. The most famous example is Tignanello, Antinore's experimental blend of Sangiovese, 
Cabernet Sauvignon, and Cabernet Franc, first produced in 1971, which fell outside the scope of the Chianti regulations. IGT wines are placed in the second tier of the pyramid, where legal guidelines are slightly tighter. A protocol of regulation is provided and enforced, though rules are not as strict as those for DOC and DOCG wines. The IGT category is characterized solely by the indication of the geographic area of origin. The grape varietal and production year are not legally required, so may or may not be included on the label. Up to 80% of the grapes used to produce these wines must come from the area in which the wine is made, and the wine itself must resemble wines historically produced in that region, hence the adjective typico or typical. This category is an important one because it contains many quality wines favored by wine lovers on a budget. Allowing more leeway in the grape varieties legally permitted in the blend has given producers greater freedom to experiment and apply new approaches to winemaking. For less aspirational producers, the IGT classification becomes a catch-all category for labeling wines produced with lesser quality grapes and vinified without the cost of prolonged aging and expensive winemaking techniques. In the third tier, DOC wines are viewed as another step up in quality. The bureaucratic and legal requirements which must be met to receive the DOC classification are complex and the law is so strict that failing to meet just one criterion results in the loss of the DOC status. The DOC classification was instituted in 1963 and is modeled on France's AOC, Appellation d'Origine Contrôlée. It refers to a specific wine production zone. To use the DOC classification on the label, the wines must be produced following a very detailed set of specifications, including the precise origin of grapes, alcohol percentage, length of aging time, and use of wood. Analogical, chemical, and organoleptic parameters, such as the maximum yield per hectare, are also carefully controlled. A DOC wine producer is strictly bound to the Disciplinati protocols approved by ministerial decree, and the Italian Ministry of Agriculture maintains a database of vineyards and each DOC wine status. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.